Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Coil community. Uh, it is almost January, but not quite, so we're still sort of, sort of just about in 2019. And this is episode 139 of the podcast. But before we get into the meat of this week's episode, let's ask each other how we're doing, how we celebrated Christmas. And for Russell, which I'll start with, Russ, how did you get on? Did you go over in the end and see the show? I did indeed. I did indeed. Um, It it was cold, not as cold as it could have been, which was handy. Um, But no, it was really, really nice. So I sort of spent the, um, flew in the day of the show. Um, I don't know if you're aware, because Laura was out there as well with Mm -hmm. her friend um, Howie. So they flew over from Newcastle. So I met up with her sort of after the show and just sort of catching up with the guys. But, you know, it's my first experience on the barrier for, for quite some time. And, yeah, it was a really, really good show. Um, and obviously it switched around from the UK and Italy because yep. obviously Lacuna headlined UK and Italy and Elievetti headlined Europe. Um, and all I could say after watching Lacuna play that sort of 55 minute opening slot as it were was um good luck following that <laughs> and um suffice <laughs> yeah. to say um as, as as well as they might um there was no top in the, the set that lacuna played they were, they were really on fire that night it was a great show excellent excellent yeah 55 minutes when you're watching lacuna it just goes so so quickly it does. doesn't it, it, it just, does. it's just gone any surprises in there for you, or do you? Um, no, it was pretty much a, a punchy balls to the wall heavy set. Um, sort of, Mackie did hint, sort of, um, down on the barrel that it was going to be a, a heavy night, and it was literally heavy hitters all the way. Um, and I would say reckless was probably the highlight for me uh-huh. um, of that particular evening. And um, sort of anger was was a good one as well. Yeah, those new songs come across really well live, don't they? They really do. But I mean, that's the one thing that I have noticed, albeit, you know, I would have loved to have caught more shows, but the Black Animus songs certainly come across, you know, very, very well live. Yeah, yeah. And what have we heard? We've we've heard, as you said, Reckless, Sort of Anger, Beneficium and Save Me are the songs we've heard live so far, aren't they? And I think Save Me was only at London, unless something's necessary sneaked it in there another time which i don't not aware of did they play vinifitium they did they did and um as i say there's definitely a different experience i had of that song to to london london i sort of watched it from from the side to get an overall view of the vibe of the stage and the crowd the lights and everything but front row sort of coming out christina doing the operatic vocals in sort of the the smoke and the lighting it was it was immense and i probably say that's probably my favorite live song at the moment which has been you know blood tears dust since delirium come out but i think beneficium you know is top of the tree at the moment yeah yeah no i totally understand that cool and you had a good time what about christmas how did uh, christmas uh, see you? Christmas, did santa bring yes. you lots of nice things <clears throat> he did um unfortunately sort of similar to to yourself as we were just chatting before we come on out i've been down with this god-awful british cold flu shite that's been sort of working <laughs> which is its, its official down. medical title it yeah. is, it is, which has been working its way around the country that everyone that I know seems to have had or has had at some point during this month. And I got the um, the delightful fortune of coming down with it on uh, Christmas Eve. Yay. So I've had sort of, you know, survived Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and after that just confined to bed for two days. But I've perked up today and um, my sister dropped around some Slayer beer, so I'm just working my way through that at the moment. 
Yeah, just alcohol out of your system. Fit. Yeah. Right, how about yourself? Yeah, um, as, as you say, I had a bit of a cold uh, over the over the last week. Um, Santa came and went, uh, left some stuff, uh, which was cool. Uh, yeah, family time, good times, uh, not too much alcohol, but good amount of food and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was good, it was good fun over Christmas. Nothing too heavy, heavy, heavy. But now I'm back at work, so screw the world. Um, <laughs> New Year's Eve, I've got nothing planned. Really, just at home with pets, and we've got these couple of kittens that we've been arguing over names for the last forever. I think there's a real danger these two kittens is getting out with no names. Thing one and thing two out of Doctor Zeus or something. Um, <laughs> so we're still debating that, and obviously they're young, so we want to make sure we're at home for them. And Vincent, our dog, is never happy with fireworks, so. And all of our kids, I say kids, offspring, I don't know, they're all adults now. Um, I'm just really old. So all of the um, offspring are out doing 20-something things. Um, so they're away, so we're at home. Uh, might watch a film in the man cave or something, I don't know, something like that. But yeah, it's all good, it's all good. I'm not really looking forward to kind of getting fully back into the, the swing of work um, after the new year. But Selavie, that's just the life we lead, isn't it? What about you, Mr. Dyer? How are things in Manchester? Good. Uh, I must be the only person in the world without this cold. I'm fully fit and nothing wrong with me. So. I hate you. That, that's a good <laughs> plus. It's, it's, the only, it's the only Christmas where I was thinking, because uh, I worked up till uh, the, the day before Christmas Eve, am I going to avoid it? Am I going to avoid it? Because the whole office had it. And I thought... The only thing I wish this Christmas was not to have a cold so I could taste the Christmas dinner and everything worked and I'm still fully fit and work Saturday, nobody in, so I'm now off till Friday. So oh, nice. Happy days. Yeah. You're living in an isolation tent to keep the germs away, but you're having fun in there. Yeah, yeah, I've not left the house for a couple of days other than today <laughs> to get some bread. So. Fair enough. You got any plans for New Year's with? Eve? Uh, I just go to a, um, a friend's house who's had a party there um, for about the past, I don't know, maybe 15 years. So oh, nice. We play a few games and then just drink until the early hours so yeah. oh, with some, cool. old, some older friends. So all good fun. Right, better than going out, I think, and spending lots of money and not being able to get home, which I think is not much fun. Yeah, I've never really done the kind of the going off somewhere and, as you say, not being able to get home or spending yeah, a certain amount yeah. of money. I- I do like you know going around to a friend's house or having friends come around. It is, it's I, I find it nicer. Yeah, um, yeah. For this year, everybody's got plans, and and I, I think it's an age thing, but mm-hmm. I kind of I'm not that bothered about New Year's anymore. <laughs> um, if it gets to eleven o'clock and I'm feeling tired, I'm just going to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I always find it if you're in a big party and that's and you kind of forget the time and you're having a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. If you've got a few friends over and you're kind of looking at your watch, it's counting down till 12 o'clock. It's <laughs> kind of like, mm, are we just doing this because we feel we have to? Does anybody actually want to to watch Jules Holland and, and stay up and, until 12? Drink eggnog. And drink eggnog. No, I'm not sure that... No, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a grumpy old bastard anyway. So. What about you, Russ? You got any plan for New Year's Eve? You doing anything interesting? No, I'm similar. My New Year's Eve now just consists of, you know, bar humbug, staying in, listening to some records, cracking open some beers and 
possibly staying up till midnight with a couple of mates, but certainly you know, none of the um, let's venture into London and pay £20 entrance fee just to get in the pub. It doesn't really appeal to me to then queue for like an hour for a drink and just get mugged off. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we home is the best policy or party with friends. God, we're grumpy bastards, aren't we? Arsehole free. Raw, raw, Home and play some Lacuna Coil. There exactly. That's what, probably what I will be doing, actually. I might crack open the PlayStation and just play three hours of Red Dead Redemption 2 or something. Try to complete the bloody game. Anyway, okay, so um, that was us chewing the card for a little while. Um, good to hear from you both, and uh, I'm sure we'll be reporting back on how tedious our New Year's Eve nights were. Except for Mike, who's going around a friend's house. I'm sure it'll be fun, and you won't remember half of it, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so things are quiet over the new over Christmas, as you can well imagine. So uh, we thought we would do is present the final part of our exclusive interview with Lacuna Coil's bassist and musical maestro Marco. Musical maestro Marco. That sounds like a superhero name, doesn't it? We we'll have to give it to him. Um, he talks about the final few songs, including the special songs, off of the album Black Anima. I'm, I'm sure you'll all agree that the first couple of parts have been quite opening. He's had quite a few things to, to say about the song, some of the things that certainly I didn't know before going into the interview, um, a few little secrets and snippets of information as well. Um, and he's got a bit more to say, as you can well imagine, about the final songs on the album. So enjoy. <laughs> Save me. Save me. Save me. I mean, save I was me. thinking Queen. You wanna? You want? You, you, <laughs> about save me. Save me is just um, even that song. I've read that song uh, straight to the end, uh, mm-hmm. and we never changed even the structure because I built up that song thinking about the single. I always like it. Uh, we were thinking about keep it, take it off of the album because it was the only one different of the album. Yeah, is uh, is more the more Lacuna Coil style standard you know mm-hmm. even if it's in a different key but i really like it because when i wrote that song i was thinking about, about the killers you know mm-hmm. and uh there are a few songs i like of them and they are okay they are more indie whatever you know yeah but i mean uh that's when you have in the song with a heavy sound it sounds fucking kick-ass you know and even that when we have the save, this save me from the beginning, uh, and is uh, okay, it save me is a classic phrase, is important, yes, man. But it goes straight to the point, and that is the type of song uh, we see the lyrics in that case and say, Yes, this is cool. Doesn't matter the music, the music is simple, even if it's catchy, it, it's catchy, simple, but it's, it has heavy enough. But the lyrics is so important, the meaning of that song uh, is so straight to the point. This is going to be a fucking amazing song. So, though, so, so sorry to interrupt. Did you construct the song, yeah. the music, knowing that you wanted a simple song? Like, you you know, you were saying that you sit down with Andrea and Christina yeah. and you talk about what message do we want to get across in this song? Yeah. And you said you wanted to get across a, a simple message of safety. So, you took that. Then, did you go and construct the music to present that message? Kind of. I mean, um, it's hard to explain. I mean, it's much easier to make it. And um, not really. 
for for my, for me for us it's, it's easier to make it it's just okay even the dynamic of that song is always in the chorus is just opening you know and uh, it's like uh, I don't know how to say that in English you know when you're free you know mm. yeah that's the moment you can breathe finally you know and save me is just is the hangry part is uh, why you know mm -hmm. and the music and the, and the and the lyrics they fit so good to me that uh i'm so happy about the results you know uh, and what about the so the, the thing that one of the things that stands out for me from from save me mm. is that that the part where christina talks exactly that, just talks not, that's not the even song. Just, no it's just, just talk. so where did that come from was that something she wanted to do you wanted i to want do? to do or she wants to do it's it's a this is the way this is the teamwork you know when you're connected to that you don't need to talk yeah. you just it just came out in it uh do you want me to talk in this part yes it was clear you know mm. when i did the breakdown and it is nothing and just the fucking note of the pianos you know mm. it's just about just talk this is talk and then scream save me screaming as loud as you can you know in the beginning it was almost a you know it was not same it was more because it was somebody need help you know yeah. and that's the meaning and that song is just so good for everyone uh, mm. because the lyrics Please. not because the music people <laughs> think always about music about the riff no that's the song you know yeah. I've seen the message so give to the people <coughs> is important and yeah. make the song and that's what it that song made you know and, so and that the messages that I've seen in response to that song exactly so many people have said I needed this song right now exactly I needed this song so it's I think it's not my favorite song on the album it's certainly up there it's hard to choose a favorite to be honest um but it's an important song. It is. It's a very important song. One of the most important. That's it's why we decided. That's yeah. why we decided the end uh, yeah. to keep it yeah. instead of uh, put uh, bad things or other song. You know, I mean, then we decided to keep bad things for uh, Amazon because it was the most connected to Halloween. Yeah. You know, but that's the way why is on the album oh, because it was important. It's important. And we can't wait to play that song live, obviously, as I say. So. So. Yes. Black Anima. Okay, this is my favorite song of the album. Okay. This is me. That song is me. It's the angry side. It comes out uh, if you make me pissed. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't give me food. That's exactly me. That's uh, basically Black Anima is the epilogue. Mm. Is uh, the last scene of the movie. You know. Mm. Let's. Uh, 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 it's easy to explain in this way. Even if if uh, the moment I wrote that song, it was not that. Think about the Avengers, the first Avengers. Okay. Mm -hmm. The last scene when uh, you have all the Avengers there watching upstairs, and you see all the fucking villains comes out from the wall. Uh, from yeah, from you the know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was. Uh, that moment okay now everything is done uh, but are you sure that everything is done mm. you know it's hard to explain if you if you listen that that song and watch that scene uh, you can understand immediately what i mean you know but it's to me that song is everything I, that actually that song it came out as a prologue uh, um epilogue sorry mm -hmm. as an epilogue uh, and uh in the end when they had all the songs say maybe we can avoid this song uh, and put another good song uh, to have an album uh, 
and I was in 60 about no I want to use this song yeah. and I, this is the close this is, that note in the end the in the end that's the end of the story that's it that's the end of the movie and the movie must be done finished in some point you know even in a way that you done or not yeah yeah but we need it so i cannot put uh fucking black feathers uh, or through the flames there instead of that i sorry guys it's two minutes 30 seconds thing it must be there you yeah. know and actually is the song uh, to me is a song is not a is a soundtrack uh, is a is a trailer this, is a trailer see i think of all the songs on the album this one feels to me the most like a soundtrack excel you know that, excel that, that one but like in the end the, the, the block the, the 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 breakdown in the end with the hearth uh, yeah. and andrea is screaming uh, no, the phrase uh, again uh, with anima, and then go. It's just the end, you know. The, basically, that's the scene where the whole, all everything comes down. Yeah. So you thought it was done, it's not done, or maybe in uh, our way of the book, uh, you know, you put, you spend so much time to put all the bad things and the shit on the book, uh, and the end, something happens, uh, and the seal broke down, and everything come out yeah. again. Like you know, let's start again. Excel. Yeah. Vaso di Pandora exploded. See, that's perfect. See, uh, so that's what I think about that song. It's a personal thing. I wrote it. I love it. I don't care. You know. Have you ever considered physically making a book for Black Animal, like the the actual sealed book? Have you ever considered having one made? just because like a big book with the seal on it I have it at home it's wow. on the picture I made it really yeah. uh, well, I, we need to see a, a friend of us, uh, of us they make the, 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 the seal in a kind of 3D and uh, the book we have on the picture of the album the one Christine and I we are holding mm -hmm. that's a black so, animal album yeah, well. you don't want to know what, which, which book is <laughs> Do you want to know? Yeah, of course yeah. I want to know. Pinocchio. Nice. Well, yeah. The wild <coughs> thing. It was yeah. the only big one red <laughs> thing we had. So that's what's sealed up inside Black Animal. Pinocchio. Uh, Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Don't worry. We won't tell anybody. Right? Honest. No one will hear this. That's fantastic. Dan, you want to talk about the new three, even the other three songs? Yeah, of course. Well, if you've got time, the first bonus song Black Feathers ok Talk I don't me. remember which one. Black Feathers è quella non quella con i bambini giusto è l'altra ok to, Black Feathers play for you play for you no yeah, yeah I've been playing oh this is modern uh, I love this song uh. this is very modern uh, and mm -hmm. the rest uh, this is very angry for Andrea mm -hmm. no it came out uh, we, we came out with this one uh, that is uh, has uh, the kind of same angry as black anima yeah. but in a different key you know and uh, actually as far back again thinking about what people can or cannot do you know i say if we will play this song live uh, andrea he can act very well in this way but we will not sing mm. so let's having you instead of screaming talking angry and uh even if you don't reach the right note yeah. it sounds good yes. if you make it right you know and this is what why i use that this i i use it it's bad to say that i use andrea in this way 
I get the impression you use everybody. You're the, you're the producer. You use Christina, you use Diego, you use Richard. No, no, but it so sounds Everyone's bad, being used by Captain Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I use that. I mean, uh, is uh, uh, it is what is it? it? It was so comfortable singing in this way mm. when I say, oh, let's, that, that was done. oh, let's try to do this in, uh, in my, you know, my basement, you know, yeah. you've been there. Uh, of course. So, and he grabbed the microphone and he started to sing in that way. I say, wow, that's perfect. Great. But are you sure? Yes. I'm fucking sure. It sounds yeah. great. Awesome. And then we kick okay. it. Again. Then, uh, again, uh, even at that, uh, then after that, we have the chorus uh, mm. or Christina saying, uh, and uh, she's not crazy about this chorus. I don't know why. I think it is awesome. Everybody likes this chorus. So the next song is uh, Through the Flames, Flames, which is a slow song. This slow song. So how did this one come together? That's come together with, um, in the very beginning, actually, it was uh, connected to Apocalypse okay. as a song. Uh, and um, then I take off a few parts of that song, uh, and I came out with this song, uh, and I made, I, I put that, put her, this, this song very low. Mm. It's the, the opposite of uh, Layers of Time, yeah. no? because I say, you know what, it sounds very good low, uh, when he's uh, when he's when he is slow, and uh, I don't want to do the classic mid tempo we already have as Apocalypse, and he did super cool. Yeah. And um, let's do a one goth song, an old style. So it's very inner reverie, isn't it? It was very inner reverie. The opening, I'm like. Yeah, that was very like uh, when a dead man walks, very slow, you know. Okay, so and uh, we just got in love with this, and Christina she came out with this amaz amazing vocal line, you know, and I say, okay, we need to keep it. So basically, uh, it's to me this song, for example, as as uh, the the most one of the bridge and so the most beautiful bridge and the solos in the album. Must be the bridge really is the special part. Yeah. Here, so. Yeah, must have been a really hard one to drop. Take it from the album. Yeah, yeah true, absolutely. But that because uh, we need the balance. Yeah, and uh, we talked about even that, that exactly. Yeah. And even that we need uh, to do the vinyl. And vinyl, the eleven songs are already too many. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. so in that case we we put it out. But that's why I was really worried about uh, having a, a special edition with all the song. And even online now, actually, it's easy because with the online stuff, uh, when you know they can download all the, all the songs they want, you yeah. know they can buy easily the special edition. You know, in the past, uh, a lot of people didn't know; they just buy the album and say, "Oh, there is a special edition with more songs," you know, and then oh, I didn't find it, or blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, in it's this case, you just go online, you go there, check it. Oh, there is one more. They're awesome. Boom. Download it. Oh, this is, this is great, no? Yeah. So that's why. So you don't feel quite so bad in. So actually, now it's a less, uh, you have less pressure, just put out some song because you know that people will know it anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the, the last one then is Black Dried Apart. Black Dried Apart. Black Dried Apart, uh, I, I like the, this song as all the other songs, as I said, uh, is more modern to me, you know. And uh, it came out in this way. I don't know why. I lo I always love a child uh, choir, you know. I yeah, that, know that. that 
Yeah, the, the, the intro the, to this song yeah. throws me every time. Uh, lot, lots of people say, "Oh God, that you know, remind me of the new the second new album." The, and I say, "Dude, I I use choir since twenty years. Yeah. It is especially child choirs. I have intros, live intros from in a reverie that was used in child right mm. choir. I always love them. You know. So why use, so it's just, why use it on this song? What does what makes this song the song that uses the child choir at the beginning? Is it Something in the because the a lot theme of that you wanted, or actually, no, it is something that a lot of that part, the guitar part, you know, the is very very modern. And I say that's a classic riff, but by itself, by itself, uh, it cannot compare it to the one of uh, now or never or the one with of beneficium. No, so let's do a kind of beneficium thing. But in a modern way, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. basically, so I had that the the the, the, the rhythm part uh, plus uh, let's do the new choir mm -hmm. like uh, very I don't know what you say in English very happy energetic choir mm -hmm. style you know mm -hmm. hey no 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 it's very happy. It reminds me. This is gonna sound terrible, but it reminds me. Yeah. Uh, there's a a a very old movie, an English movie called Centrinians, which is about a all girls school. Have you heard of? Centrinians, no, and it's, anyway, it's all about naughty kids. Okay, right. And this is like a the beginning of this song, even though the rest of it is quite rhythmical Diverted. and sort of serious. Yeah. The beginning bit is like a load of naughty kids. <laughs> but that's it. In that damn, song, damn, exactly. Damn. But in that song, is weird because uh, after that part, when you go to the verse, the verse to me it sounds really like Moonspell style. Yeah, very old Moonspell uh, style, you know. And even that, uh, what happened it is a mix of. Of ideas in your brain, you didn't even realize when you put that down, and then when you listen, then you say, "Wow, this part reminds me." It's very more remind me a song I listened like in the 2018, and this part reminds me from a song I listened in the 97. <laughs> yeah. You know, so and it, but the, I like it, so I don't care. That's why you know, and maybe that's the recipe mm -hmm. about having a, a different and a good album. Well, Just you, uh, you said earlier that it's it's, it's got to have that lacuna core. core. Oh, you, you yeah, know, actually, yeah. You know if it's a lacuna core song or if it's not, and if you don't, it gets thrown away. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that because it has to be like that. That's mm -hmm. our recipe is is the core, and you cannot touch that. No. You know, that's binds you. Exactly. Okay. All right. Quickly, briefly, then we got yes. one final song which was released for Halloween. Yes, bad, uh, bad things for Amazon Music. Or yep. Amazon, on the Amazon sites, etc. So. Talk to me briefly about bad things. Where did that one come together? Uh, that one came together as all the other song I was writing down. Uh, I really like like a scary melody, melodies, yeah. uh, you know that. Mm -hmm. So when uh, they came out uh, with, uh, could you mind uh, give us a song uh, for this? Uh, no, and then I say. Well, to me, that thing is a perfect song to do it. Not just because the name, but because uh, the vibe of the song. When it when it was done, it was like wow. And I came out with this weird melody. Still watching the horror movie. I was actually watching when I did that. I was watching. I really love. Uh, I don't know if I say, can say the names. Uh, I really love Amazon Prime because they have all movies, B movies, yeah. a lot of B movies, and that stuff. And I fucking love that, you yeah. know. And I was watching uh, all the movie from Deodato, from other director, uh, all Italian director like Dario Argento or, or Deodato. I say these two because they are the most, most famous, no? Yeah. And uh, at least out of Italy. And um, uh, basically, uh, I was watching all this stuff, uh, movie, and uh, 
Avian Goblin, uh, does most of those soundtracks, you know. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the visual re just connect, reconnect me on that type of uh, sounds, you know. So I start to write uh, with my keyboard the things, that verse, you know, and I say, wow, I fucking love it. So I might change everything. So I keep the structure, basically. So we have a bit of a cycle here. You were watching movies on Amazon Prime. Yes. And then you created the movie, created the, the song Bad Things. Yes. And it ended up on Amazon. So That's just a coincidence. <laughs> you know, by me. But it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But just, it's just just yeah. a coincidence. But actually, it's the truth. <laughs> because, I mean, I love Netflix as yeah. well, you know. But Netflix, it doesn't have that type of movie. Really ones, no. Yeah. And I love Amazon Prime because it's yeah, all that stuff. And I watch that a lot, you know. All the splatter, the horror movie yeah. from the 70s, 80s. Very bad and very good as well, you know. So... And we were, I was watching that, and I came out with a verse completely different. And I said, I sent that to Andre and Christina, say, "What do you think about this?" I say, "Wow, awesome!" And the mood and the and the BPM of the song, they were still the same. And uh, it came out uh, even with different chords. Uh, it came out very uh, a single, mm -hmm. a chord, you know. And we say, "Wow, this is a great song. We can keep it as a single, but we already have." Uh, Say me that it's very strong, so we decided to keep it out. But the sounds it was very, very goth compared to the other songs. Say, why we don't keep this one for Halloween? Because Amazon asked for us for Halloween song. Oh, okay, that's what they so ask. They, yeah. they ask uh, not just for a, a unique song for them, they ask for Halloween song specific. I say, well, that thinks the lyrics. Uh, they can go straight to that, so they work in, we work in that direction, and that's what it came out, basically. Okay. It was super good. I love that song. We have gone through all of the songs. Yes. It's been a really good So, journey. 15 songs. I know, and from the maestro, from the man who knows more about the music than anybody else. <laughs> so, what's the final comments on yes. Black Hammer? You know, you're, it's your baby, mm -hmm. you created it. Yeah. Proud of what you've done? You like it? Absolutely proud of uh, what we came out with, uh, and uh, I'm really proud. Uh, and I think it's the best album so far we ever made. That's what I think. Sorry for the Kamala Lovers, but uh, this is 2020 <laughs> almost. And uh, man, if I can say that the first album with the new singer of Alice in Chains uh, was m amazing as dirt. Uh, the people can say that this Lacuna Coil album is better than Comalize if they want. Okay. So, That's and Alice in Chains are one of my favorite bands mm -hmm. ever. So, <laughs> it is it is the truth. I mean, it, there is no the great things. Uh, they still uh, remain great thing forever. You cannot replace that, but you can make it. You can go. You can build on it. You can, you can be. You can do. There's no, yeah. I, mean, I, I said it before. You I, got I, it. You got it. What I mean. You I, know. I, I think Black Hammer is the most complete, yeah, piece of creative art that you guys have ever. To, yes. And I was super scared about starting to make this album. Uh, everybody's know about this, and uh, because after Delirium and all the the, the people said about Delirium, you know, mm -hmm. and it was not easy doing a better album than that because uh, even it's Delirium, a very yeah, high benchmark uh, in Delirium, Delirium in yeah, direction, heavy yeah, but that. we start from that point, you know, yeah. and uh, so, and I was freaked out thinking about now what I can do. I mean, it's not easy. I will never write anything better than that, you know, and uh, I will spend the months uh, home watching my screen on the computer thinking and throwing ideas out I mean there's no way to really I was just what the fuck what the fuck no this I don't like this I don't like oh this is sounds shit this sounds too old it is like this and I freak out you know that I told yeah. you already yeah. everybody knows because this is kind of a process 
But actually, having Christina, every time I believe in myself so bad, I may say, "I'm sure you will do it. I'm sure. Don't, 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 uh, not, don't, not be scared, but don't uh, believe in yourself. Yeah, believe that you will do it. I know that you Apparently can do it. One, so one of the, it is, uh, the critical stuff. Yeah, and when it came out, actually, <laughs> with layers of time, that was the yeah. first one. Say, oh, this is a good start. Okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> you, you know, you've managed to build on it. So basically, just lucky. <laughs> well, My ass is big. Thank you so much for spending well. so much of your valuable time to take us through the album. I'm sure I, I've learned a lot of new things, and I'm sure many others will. So, thank you, Marco. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. Grazie, man. I love you. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll speak again soon. Ciao. Yeah, ciao, bella. Thank you again, Marco, uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us on the Empty Spiral podcast and tell us all about Black Anima. Uh, I personally found it one of the most interesting interviews I've um, been involved in for a very long time, really getting an understanding of how all the songs come together and uh, his thoughts and feelings and the themes and styles and some of the challenges i've had with the lyrics and etc 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 it's absolutely fascinating a rare insight i feel now we have uh, our review for this week as we continue our trek through black anima we are up to one of the more popular songs, I suspect, given that it's had a video out already and it was the second song that was released just prior to the release of the album itself. We are, of course, talking about Reckless, the third song on the album. Mike, do you want to yes. open us up? Give us your thoughts on Reckless, please, sir. Now, um, both don't shoot me about this, but I'm very on the fence with this song. Okay. So three different reasons we're not going to shoot you we might stab yeah, yeah, you yeah. but we're not going to shoot you i haven't got any <laughs> you beat me with a chair yeah um i just think that obviously there's a big opening with it and it starts off very well but for me musically it's it's okay but a bit too pedestrian the uh, the lyrics tell the story better than of what's going on and everything um and I, th I think the lyrics work very well with it um, and what it's trying to, the message it's going to get across almost to me like um, coming out of your comfort zone, let's get wild, let's get reckless, blah -de bar mm -hmm. um, But to me, it just sounds a bit too pedestrian. Um, but equally, live, it works a lot better. So for me, um, and the video as well, there's like three strands to this, but for me, it's... It's there, but not quite there. Okay, so um, when you say, okay, t t we'll talk about live, and well, certainly we'll yeah. probably dedicate some time to the video, because obviously it's a different medium, but um, mm -hmm. when you say pedestrian, you mean like the the the, the, the way it's sung, or the music? or what, what? I just think the music, I think it could be a bit quicker, and I know it's, uh, it's hard to describe how I feel about it. I like it, but I think that 
something's missing with it and it could have been up a knock. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay, it's fair enough. What about you, Russ? What do you think of Reckless? Me, I like this one, um, both live and on the record. And I think the the positives of this song are the fact that, you know, Lacuna Cora, 20 years into a career, it's the second single from the new album, and yet he's still got Christina sort of trying new things that either her and Andrea haven't done lyrically, vocally before, or the band musically. And I think the way she sings that sort of high-pitched wow sort of going into the chorus you know, it really adds um, a new dynamic to her vocal range. Some people like it, some people don't. Me, personally, I think it works really well, but it's something that she's never actually explored before. And I think that's one of the highlights and strengths of the song. Um, I really like the opening as well, which is sort of the, um, the manipulation of the soundscape that Marco's created. Uh, it just sounds sort of really jarring and off-putting and it kind of adds to sort of the, the darkness and, and textures of the record. Um, and one thing that I do notice specifically about this live is one of the songs where obviously Richard, um, new to the band as a drummer, really, really comes into his own. And this is one of the sort of the standout songs. If you watch them live, if you watch Richard play it, he just really does have sort of his own sort of rhythm to the song. And I think, again, it's sort of the, the new experience of the, the current incantation of Lacuna Core really represented in this in this particular song yeah okay okay I, I, I must admit i've not paid attention to richard when i on the few occasions i've seen reckless played live but now you've said it i'll have to look out for it the next time i get a chance to to see them play the song um as for me i i sort of totally understand everything that both yourself and mike have said about this song um it's a tricky one because I don't think... I So when I first listened to the song, I went, that was quite good, that was. I quite like that. Uh, but I didn't really get the song musically until I saw the video. And like you sort of said, Mike, um, it's almost impossible for me to comment on Reckless, a song, without reflecting on how I felt after I'd seen it. Or and when I saw it, when I saw the video. For me, it kind of gave it the dimension it needed as a song when I saw the visuals and I, I commented a few times um, in various places in social media and, and in fact to the band themselves that I, I thought that the video was one of the best videos they've ever done because it, com it, it lifts up the song in ways I wasn't expecting but anyway I'm getting premature because we're not really supposed to be talking about the video I'm sure we'll do that on another podcast the song itself I like the opening like you said um russ leading in i like the lyrics i think they're very simple there's a simple message there i think you can see see it from a number of different angles it could either be a someone ref reflecting on the influence of another person you know you make me reckless etc that can mean any number of things um it could also reflect on the internalising something you know, it's called Black Anima the album and it, it makes me wonder if this is someone just sort of letting it all go finally um, and whatever you is in the You Make Me Reckless could be any number of different things, it could be negative emotions, it could be an external influence or eternal influence, it could be whatever, whatever it is this force this is disruptive force is making someone um, uh reckless or do something that they you know otherwise wouldn't have done 
I think the um, the second part of the first verse I really like, which is uh, wasted too much time, afraid to cross the line enough with alibis. I like that line. It's kind of a reflection on the things that they didn't allow themselves to do in the past. And I think there's, there's a message there for all of us, really, you know, living life to the fullest and, and maybe doing something that we really want to do that something is holding us back. And as long as you're not hurting anybody in the process, go ahead and, you know, live your life to the fullest. Um, and there's a, also a, another line, which again, I think there's a lot of really good poetry in this. Um, again, I think this is in the sort of second or third chorus, or first, second or third uh, uh, verse, I should say, which is, I'm high enough on bitterness, the fire fills my eyes. Um, and I've never, I've never learned to compromise. I need to feel alive. And back to that repeating line, enough with alibis. Really like the lyrics. Really like the lyrics in this. Um, I I think the, the Christina's vocals in this song elevate it so much. It was surprising the first time I heard it. Where, you know, let's wreck it down. Let's be wild and get reckless. Where she sings it so high and yet so clear. I was like, whoa, yeah, you're right, Russ. You know, she's, she's doing new things with her voice. And in fact, as we saw in Anna Era, and we'll continue to see throughout the album, she's really pushing the boundaries of what she does vocally. Um, and we got we really ought to applaud her for that, I think, um, because it is, um, for a band that's been around over 20 years, um, it's very easy to get into a formula, and I don't think they've allowed themselves to do that here. Um, again, especially live, I, I, I think there's a lot of people myself included wondering would she hit that note on the stage really could she do it you know has there been any kind of vocal manipulation or anything like that in the editing to make it but no no she hits that note and she hits it consistently and we all kind of looked a bit stunned the first time she did it or at least i did went, bloody hell this is for real <laughs> she's a superhero i think i've said that to her actually she's a vocal superhero um the one thing that i would not mention which i really like is the guitar solo which I think is really cool. Um, and then that kind of reprise and then that return towards the end. Really good construction. Uh, the the chorus is probably the weakest part, I think. And that's not saying it's bad, but the you make me, make me reckless. And then there's sort of second line, which you make me reckless. And it sort of changes the, uh, the speed of delivery of that, which I, it can be a bit kind of... Quite sure the, the word is, but it's uh, it sometimes throws me. What did the first time, uh, and then we get the you make me make me reckless again. It's good, I think it works very well with the lyrics. Um, I think that's where there's possibly the weakest part. But that's not to say it's a bad song, at least not in my mind. Um, overall, it's a song that when I first listened to it, I thought that was good. Now I find myself listening to it more often. Um, in fact, it's if I want to listen to one or two songs off of Black Anima, I don't have time for whatever reason to listen to the whole album. I will typically listen to this and Layers of Time and maybe, maybe Venefitium and you know, just sort of skip a few and just dive in straight into Reckless. And I, I can honestly say I think the video's done that for me. I think it's a song that turned it into a good song, into a great song, because I can... He's given it some depth, but we can talk about that another time. So, at least specifically to the video. What I will say, if it wasn't for the video, I wouldn't like this song as much as I do now. Um, as for live, I never thought this was a 
particularly strong live song. When I first heard this, it doesn't, I didn't think, oh, that's going to be really good live. You know, there's some songs when you first listen to, you go, yeah, it's going to be epic live. This wasn't one of them. I still think it's a good song live, but I think it's pedestrian. Yeah, I'll use Mike's word. Pedestrian nature means it's 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 not as good as say layers of time or um or or uh, sort of anger. I think it's it's a good song. It's not as it's not up there because as you say it's a bit slower. Um, Mike, what are you going to give it for a score? Um, that's tough. Uh, six. Okay. What about you, Russ? Uh, somewhere between a solid seven and a seven point five for me. Okay. So I'd probably go for the solid seven. See, if you'd have asked me before the video came out, I would have given it a seven because I do like it. There's lots of life in this song for me. Mm. Uh, but now that I think it's got the depth that the video gave it, it's something I've never encountered before. I'm going to give this one an eight out of ten. I actually, I'm a fan of it, and it's definitely grown on me. Um, whether or not it's got the sustainability um, uh, and whether I'll consider it an 8 out of 10 in you know, six months' time, I guess we'll need to find out. So, so Rush, you said a 7.5 or a 7? I'll tell you what, you swam back. 7.5. 7.5. Oh, yeah. My enthusiasm has <laughs> encouraged you. And a 6 for Mike, who is not a big fan of it, but recognises it's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, that's Reckless. That brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. As always, you can reach out to us via the Empty Spiral website or on our Facebook page or send us a message on Twitter uh, or just um, follow us around the streets. I don't know. You'll find a way. <laughs> just straight teams. Yes, yeah, don't use LinkedIn or uh or Google Plus, because they got rid of that just as we started getting into it. Um, yeah. But reach out to us on any of those places. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast as well, uh, we're always keen to hear from fellow Lacuna Core fans from around the world. We want to know how you got into the band, what your favourite songs are. Have you seen them in concert? What did you think? And maybe you can join us for a review if you are if you pop along at the right time. Just reach out. Say we're, we will not buy it except for Mike. Uh, and uh, that's kind of it for me. I, I'm off to look after my cats in preparation for uh, for New Year's Eve and uh, lock my dog in a soundproof room so he doesn't bark the neighbourhood down. So, guys, uh, thank you very much for listening this week. I look forward to speaking to you very, very soon. Until then, of course, as always, listen to more Lacuna Coil. Cheers, guys. Cheers.